Well, thank you uh, so much for inviting us and giving us an opportunity to come and tell our story. Um, we pray for uh, blessings, you know, upon you uh, as a congregation and a church and, uh, you know, and you personally and uh, that uh, you all do God's work here and uh, that you'll be successful in God's eyes. So it's interesting on the front of your program where it says God's vision for you is much greater um uh, than the goal that you have set for yourself. And um, this, uh, this opportunity that God put on our heart um, uh, definitely relates to that. So, go ahead, babe. Okay. Sorry, I'm a little froggy, so I'm going to do the best I can. Um, so how we got started was um, several years ago, actually prior to Barry and I even meeting, um, God had put on his heart during prayer one morning that um, he was to start a clothing distribution and of course what is that right <laughs> so um, uh, then after we this is several years later when we started dating he shared with me that God had asked him to do this and so we decided we'd better get started because if God tells you to do something you had better do it um, so um, we went out found a building got started that location didn't work out for us we ended up in a new location which we are now that um, we know god has directed us to that location and um, so what we do is um we bring people in um everything that is given to us is is redistributed to people who need it and it's all given out for free we don't ask for any money in exchange um and um, how they come to us is We'll get into that later, but um, we have a lot of different um, people that refer to us, and um, we're by appointment only, so they call us and schedule a time when we're able to go and meet with them that works with them and for us. Um, so in our hope, for, with everything that we do, our hope is that um, they're able to see God's love through through us, and, and the clothing is really just a hook to get them to us so we can tell them how much God loves them and that there are people in the world that care about them, even though a lot of times people start to feel lost in the world, and um, we want to make sure that doesn't happen. So um, we named our shop Malachi 310. After Malachi 310 in the Bible, it says, um, giving of your offerings, give of your offerings, test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will open the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room for, enough room to store it. <clears throat> Sorry. You know, um, one of the things that comes to our mind all the time is, you know, who God calls, he qualifies. And, and uh, you know, we never had this, you know, deep passion, uh, you know, to start a, a clothing ministry by any means. Uh, you know, we both feel that, uh, you know, we, we want to be obedient to God and, and you know, we want to serve God in whatever way we can. And, and a little bit in reference to the rope perspective, you know, we, we try to focus on those eternal promises. And, and uh so we, we never really ever thought or dreamed that anything like this would happen. And, um, you know, the amazing thing is, um, you know, God always prevails. You know, whatever he asks you to do, he gives you uh, a way to do it. And, you know, we entered this, like Becky said, you know, how in the world are we going to do this? You know, what is this? What, what is, a, you know, a clothing distribution? And you know, what, what is it to become? How do we even get the word out there to, you know, tell people that we have all these things for free and what happens if we don't get enough stuff to give away? And um, the cool thing is about, as we prayed about the name, you know, of uh, 
this effort, you know, in Malachi 3.10, that promise, um, you know, where he says, you know, trust me in this. It's one of the few places in the scripture that um, he challenges you that way. And, you know, we're here a living, walking testimony of that. If you come to our shop, Ed's been there and a few others, uh, we are overflowing. We have so much stuff. We are so blessed. Um, and, but yet we need more. And uh, uh, we have been very, very fortunate that God has unfolded this for us. Um, and we have faced numerous challenges. You know, this hasn't been an easy walk by any means. Uh, we've, we've had a lot, of, a lot of obstacles, a lot of challenges. Um, but God always seems to, you know, prevail. And it's been an interesting uh, learning opportunity for us uh, because we have relied on him 100%. Um, we, we pray about it constantly, you know, whether um, how to do something or, and a big part, to be honest with, how to fund it, uh, it has been a huge challenge for us. And uh, how to keep it going and, and you know, and uh, it's not ours. This is God's. And we are going to do this how he wants to do it, however long he wants to do it. And when that is done, you know, that we're fine with that. We, we've tried to kind of fly under the radar with this because we don't want recognition for ourselves. And uh, so this has been a challenge, too. How do we, you know, stay behind the scene but yet let Malachi's closet, uh, you know, be to the forefront in God's work and... Uh, but anyway, a couple of quick scriptures here I wanted to read. In Romans 8, uh, 31 and 32 says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? And we're here to tell you, uh, he reigns... Um, more than we can ever imagine. You know, when we, we have dedicated this to him, and uh, through that, we've been not only seeing his blessing, you know, on us individually, um, but those that we serve. So we know that he has a plan, and we've trusted in those promises, and we feel like our success um, is strictly through that. Uh, last year, we were fortunate enough to serve about 100 or about 500 people. Uh, we never dreamed in a million years, um, you know, some that may not sound like a lot, but to us, we do the majority of everything ourselves, and uh, it's, it's, it is a bunch, and uh, so we're excited about that to touch that many people's lives, and we anticipate in 2019 to be substantially more than that. And so a lot of times we're asked, who do we help? Um, and who we help is anybody that God brings to us, in all honesty. Um, we, the great thing about this, as it being a, a privately funded um, thing, is that we're not governed by anything except for God. And um, so uh, just a few of the, the places that we've helped, um, we're not also restricted by counties. Um, a lot of entities are um, restricted to their particular county or tri-county area or something like that. But... Um, we've reached out, obviously, Bartholomew County, Jackson, Jennings, Brown, um, Johnson. We serve a lot of the homeless population. Um, we've been blessed to work with the school corporations. Um, just anybody who's facing difficult times, uh, burnout victims, people who've had house fires, lost everything, um, or just been displaced from their home and can't go back in to get items. 
um, the REC program, which is the Residents Encounter Christ, um, when they leave jail, a lot of times they have nothing but what they were wearing when they were picked up. Um, a lot of them don't have families or anyone to reach out to or someone to bring them clothing. Um, so as they're released from there, a lot of times they have someone who will bring, us, bring them to our shop and we're able to get them the clothing that they need um, before then they go into a rehab facility or wherever they may be heading at that point. Um, coming out of prison, um, just a lot of times people who slip through the cracks. There's um, a lot of the other entities, again, are governed by certain certain restrictions, and so um, maybe they make just a little bit too much money or they don't have enough people in their household to get help or whatever the case may be. Um, and we don't go by any of those guidelines. We literally help anybody that God brings to us, whether they've been referred to us by a friend or you know, somebody that just says, I know this family that's really struggling. Can you help them? Absolutely. Um, everything that we get is given to us for free, so we want to make sure that it's given back out to people who need it. <clears throat> um, <laughs> One of the, you know, back to what she said about, uh, you know, giving things for free. One of the questions is always... Uh, uh, presented to us is, aren't you afraid that people take advantage of you? You know what I mean? Because you're giving up for free. And, um, you know, we uh, excitedly say no. Um, it, and it's, it's it, you know, it's so humbling. We have learned so much. I can't even begin to tell you through this whole process. And, um, you know, like Beck said, uh, you know, the people that we are serving are people that are living in the woods, they're living in their cars, they live under the bridge, you know, in the dead of winter and days like this or this week. And uh, um, people that are really going through tough times or whatever the case may be. Um, and we encourage them to take as much as they want because we know they have absolutely nothing. And you would think, you know, as society views things that, uh, those would be the most greediest people uh, that they are, and it's absolutely the opposite. We beg them to take more, and their, their reply to us always is, no, 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 thank you. Um, we'll leave some for somebody else that needs it worse than we do. And we're thinking, you have nothing. You know, you literally have nothing. And um, it's been such an unbelievable uh, privilege to see this, this uh, example of true humility and, uh, and true love and true kindness. And uh, because in the, the thing is nobody, these folks don't want to be in this circumstance of life. I know a lot of times people think that, um, you know, hey, it's their own fault, you know, that uh, they're in this situation, they can change if they want to. And that's, and that's just not the case. There's a lot of life circumstances um, that have been out of their control, that uh, has uh, created this environment for them, and they, they don't like it. But we, we feel like out of, we've served hundreds and hundreds of people that we have never been taken advantage of at all. And everybody comes in with uh, the greatest humility and, and, and the greatest uh, level of gratitude in what we're doing for them. If they backed their truck up to our front door and loaded up, they could never take enough. <laughs> so we're not worried. So um, through this whole process, we've really learned a lot. Um, um, it's it's been really um, 
awesome to be able to look at people more through God's eyes, how, how he views them. Um, just a short story that uh, we had um, a couple that had come to us because their house had burned down. And they were obviously, um, they were impaired. Well, they were there, and, and that's fine. You know, we, we're going to love on them anyway. We don't care. Um, and while they were there, we asked them if we could pray with them. We, try, we pray with everyone as long as they'll let us. I think we've only been refused maybe one time, and that's fine. We can pray after you leave. But um, so anyway, we, we asked if we could pray with them, and they said yes. And, and um, we grabbed them and put our arms around them and prayed over them. And, and so... Sorry. So, a few months later, I came back. Sorry, getting into the other. Um, they came back, and we didn't even recognize them. They had um, it gotten cleaned up. Um, they took the Bible that we gave them. They started reading their Bible. They were involved in a church, and um, they told us that no one had ever prayed for them before. So that's a pretty big deal. Um, it's not us, but obviously there was a, an impact there that um, we hope will make an eternal difference for them that, um, you know, just knowing that no matter their state of life, we're going to love on them and care for them and that God always loves them regardless of their condition. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we're obviously extremely passionate about what we do. Yeah, this is this is our... Um, you know, this is our heart and soul because, like I said, you know, um, we never dreamed of doing this. And when God puts something in your heart and he asked you to do something, first and foremost, you go do it the best that you possibly can. But you want to do it with his spirit. You want to do it with his love and his compassion. And... Um, it's been, a, it's been an unbelievable learning experience for me, and uh, she's far more saintly than I am. And, and uh, so, um, you know, my heart has been softened so, so, so much. And uh, it's just, you know, it's in our core. And um, so we're always humbled um, to come and be able to share our story um, because of the experiences. And... You know, our whole thing is two, two things. One, we just want the Spirit of the Lord there. We want the people that are facing torment in their day-to-day -day life to be able to come into an environment where the Spirit of the Lord is and where there's some peace, there's an escape. And uh, we, we have instant love for these people. And the second thing is we want to give them a hand up because, um, you know, I... When, when um, like Beck said, we, we help a lot of people through REC, and, and when Ed and I were in jail together here a few <laughs> weeks ago, we weren't bunk mates, but, uh, um, you know, one of the guys said, you know, that uh, a judge called him an animal. And a lot of the folks that we serve uh, feel like they have no self-worth, that they're looked down upon, uh, by society, you know, we always talk about, you know, Christ dwelt with the sinners, you know, Christ dwelt with those that needed him the most, you know, he left the 99 to find the one, and we feel like that's who we are at Malachi's closet, 
and it's not us. We just want to be a hand up. We want to be um, the mouthpiece of the Lord in their life, the spirit of the Lord. And we want to, like Beck said, we pray for every one of them. If they'll let us, we wrap our arms around them. We hug them. We love them. And we pray for them after they leave, you know. And, uh, and it's humbling to be able to, um, uh, in some small way, do something good. Uh, you know, spiritually for people that maybe don't have that opportunity on a day-to-day basis. So, um, we, we, we learn more than what they have, and we've been able to gain more than they've gained. And, you know, we feel like the clothing is just a conduit. You know, it's a door opener. It's not what we're about. It's just an exercise. What we're about is, is sharing that Christ-like love that we're asked to have. So what, we, um, what we're really in need of at this time, um, we're working on getting a volunteer coordinator in place. Um, it's, it's a lot for two people to handle, and um, so we're looking to get some more volunteers in place, a volunteer coordinator. Um, we're in need of men's clothing, especially jeans and tennis shoes. Um, we need boys and girls clothes, sheets, towels, blankets pots and pans, um, and most of all funding um, to be able to keep this going. We still have, just like everyone else, rent, utilities, all those things um, to pay. And um, so those are, notice I didn't say women's clothes. We have, and it's not that we won't take a few, but we have an abundance. Us ladies have a lot of stuff. And so we get a lot of women's clothing, but those items are the things that we're really in need of. So. I know we probably went way over, but thank you so much for having us. Yeah, one last thing real quick. Um, exciting news. Last uh, November, December, we received our 501c3 non-for-profit licensing. And so we're excited about that. That was um, kind of an enduring thing. Um, but uh, thank you all so much um, for giving us the opportunity to just give you a a snapshot of who we are and what we're about and God bless you all for this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you, Barry and Becky. Thank you so much. Brother Ed, you want to say, yep, come on forward. And also while he's coming forward, Beyond uh, the financial gift for through next week, the joyful noise and other people, you know, and you talked about giving some clothing or other items that are in need. Uh, did we have the place to, the address or the? We've got, we've got flyers. Okay, so church, I don't think we have in the bulletin. We're gonna get, we'll get that in next week's bulletin and maybe the newsletter of where you'd bring the items from Malachi's closet uh, going forward. I'll keep this brief. Everybody knows I'm a little windy, so I'll keep it brief. When I met Barry and Becky, um, I had just gone through my first REC down in Jennings County. And um, it, it, was, it was an awesome weekend where I was able to um, meet people that society had kind of put in a different place and had forgot about them. And um, I went in there with the idea that that God wanted to use me for something. After I got out of that weekend, I, I then realized, now what am I supposed to do? Okay, that I know there's a need there. What am I supposed to do? And then, again, this was a year and a half ago. And um, 
I got to talking with some of the people that went through on staff with me. Malachi's Closet, Todd's Place, with the, and Salvation Army were the top three things that they said, that's all we got right now. Now, since then, that has grown a great deal. But the main two are still Todd's Place and Malachi's Closet. That's where they can get supplies. That's where men, especially coming out of um, Jennings County or Bartholomew County, can find a halfway house and find a job and get into rehab. Um, I took some stuff. Tina had seen their ad on Facebook. And I said, I've heard the name. I'll take the stuff down there for you. So I went over to her house and picked the stuff up, took it down there. And what van was setting out in front of Malachi's closet? Todd's place. And I knew that was a God wink, and I knew that was something that would become a changing point in my life. Um, there was uh, a group of men there from Todd's place in Seymour. Hopefully we can have Todd's place up here sometime. Um, but they needed clothes. They had got out of prison. They, Maybe they went into jail in the summer and all they had was shorts and flip-flops and now it's snowing. So they needed something. They were able to get it at Malachi's Closet. And while we were there, 20 men, we prayed. And again, we can do so much to get them out of their jail clothes and put them into regular clothes, but it's what we do to their heart that changes them, okay? It's, it's, it's amazing, and I'm glad you're here.